Happy holidays from the Kimchi Fangirls. We are releasing one of our Patreon podcasts for a special gift to you. The Twitter poll has spoken, and today you get Nuna's Do It Better. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama friend wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks, and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm CL Kita. I'm K-Drama Jen. I'm K-Muse. And I'm Drama Geek. So we are going to be talking today about our favorite Nuna romances. Because amongst the fangirls, this tends to be um, a genre of or trope that we all really enjoy. Uh, Not all of us, but the ones on this podcast for sure. And uh, so we felt like when, in fact, even before we started recording, we had so much to say. So we decided we'd actually hit record and share it with all of you. So we are going to be talking about some of our favorite Nuna romances. And so we'll start with just what we like about Nuna romances. What do you like about them? Why do we why do you enjoy watching them? Well, this is CL Kita, and I love a Nuna romance because I don't think that love has an age. And I think that when you meet someone, you don't automatically see a number flashing above their head. And to turn down someone simply because they are younger than you is a little complicated. Now, of course, there's exceptions to every rule. Somebody needs to be legal. But (laughs) (laughs) so, I mean, of course, but I... I, whenever I met my husband, we were the same exact age, but I didn't realize at the time that I was a year older than him. We were only the same age for like 10 days. <laughs> so I, I have a soft spot for new romances. So this is Drama Geek, and I think one of the reasons that I really like Nuna romances is because the male character tends to not be the... Chable CEO knows has his whole life put together and um, is the one running the show and then not all of them but most of them the woman is a little bit more the one that is put together and kind of has her life on track and then this young girl doesn't always have to be a super young but younger person comes along and they help each other so I kind of like that like He's not usually as cold and and he's usually more sweet. And then they kind of help each other um, to find out whatever they need in their life or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) I think I like it because it just brings something different to your regular romantic comedy trope. Um, So often we see the same things over and over again. And every now and again, they'll throw us a Nuna romance. And they do feel fresh and different. Um, Sure, they're pretty much the same in the Nuna romance genre. But it always has little differences. And so it just is something out of the norm. Um, And I tend to really like the actors that will be willing to do these kind of dramas it seems Mm -hmm. a lot of my favorite actors have chosen to do these nuna dramas and so i'm usually pro nuna drama yeah for me this is kind of like what 
fantasies are made of. This is like the, <laughs> sorry, but <laughs> to say. <laughs> we get the younger actor usually, mm. and they're usually paired up with strong female leads, like not just the character, but mm-hmm. usually it's a really established actress as well. And yeah. so I really love that juxtaposition in the drama um, of kind of the young, I don't know, coming of age kind of thing with where they they kind of learn how to appreciate one another and what where each other, um, where they are in their lives. And then for me, that just makes really good tension for the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's all kinds like there's we'll talk in a little bit about, you know, how things have changed. But it, it used to be more, you know, the friend of a friend, like the friend of a sister, or, you know, something like that. But now we're seeing all of these new Nuna romances that have that little twist where it's, you know, they're meeting and like uh, Sialkita said, there's no number flashing over their head. So they kind of find each other and then discover that there's this age gap. And I personally, I don't know, I just, I've been really enjoying the, this genre for a while and uh, I like it. So there you go. (laughs) So with that in mind, the evolution of Nuna romances, um, the older ones and how they've changed and everything. Um, I don't think this is the first one I ever watched, but this one sticks out the most in my mind to being very, it's probably one of the first ones that were done in the K-drama world um, because it's, I think it's 2007. I don't know. It's pretty early, but um, Biscuit Teacher... Uh, and Star Candy. And Star Candy, which, yes. which has Gong Hyu and yes, uh, Gong Hyo Jin, right? Gong Hyo Jin, yeah. yeah. And yeah. what's funny about this one is, so they're like, oh, we're going to do a Nuna ram- romance, but we're going to cast a younger actress as the teacher and make it... <laughs> And then the older actor as the student. And so they wouldn't, they weren't even willing to go and have the, an older actress and a younger guy. It was ages were swapped. And so it wasn't even a true Nuna romance in far, as far as the actors that were portraying him. So it was a little hard to believe that Gong Yu was a high school student because he was, I think he was already in his mid thirties or I mean, like early thirties, maybe late twenties, but maybe he was late twenties. It was I, he was pretty young. Yeah, I remember mid- seeing recently a picture from like a screen gap from that. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, dang, he's young. Yeah, <laughs> um, he was really young. But so he's the student. She's the teacher. And that's a lot. And I think that kind of bleeds over from Japanese, which aren't Nuna romances because it's not Nuna because it's Japanese. But I think that bleeds over from that because a lot of Japanese romances that are like this in the age rate, the age yeah, that well, and the, pro a lot difference. of uh, teachers and students and stuff. So I think that that was one of the early, which those aren't my, those are the ones where I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> I'm not so much into those kind, but that was some of the first ones that they did. So, and this was, it was 2005. Okay. So yeah, even yes. earlier than I was thinking, it was, it was really early. <laughs> And all I remember is it was so hard to find a subbed version of this mm-hmm. drama. Like, and I don't even think unless you go to the illegal sites, you can't find it nowadays. No. Oh, and like, I watched this nowhere. like four years ago, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I watched it pretty well, early. And even on the illegal sites, it's not a good, it's not HD. Yeah, like, I might have watched it on YouTube, though, at that time or something, I've, which is probably not on there anymore at all. But I think it might have been yeah. 
you too. All right. I so know. I just want to yeah. point out that Gong Yu and uh, Gyung Ho Jin mm-hmm. are actually only one year apart. Oh, okay. So he, he's a year he's older. A, yeah. He's okay. just a year older. Okay. So while it is true that he she was cast as the older teacher mm-hmm. and he was the student in real life, they're only a year apart. Okay. But you're right. They didn't go for a big age no. gap. Um, and then also, like, the whole teacher-student thing mm-hmm. um, isn't my favorite. Uh, I think because I'm from the education <laughs> right, field, it kind right. of creeps me out. There are mm-hmm. certain boundaries that must be drawn. Um, but those were definitely the early Nuna romances were mm-hmm. totally the hot-for-teacher kind of mm-hmm. uh, romances. And I, I definitely think that came from Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. You're right. I think that... Um, the teacher with, but not Nuna. Usually, it's you know, teacher with younger student, yeah, um, male, female. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm out on that. <laughs> uh, that's just icky to me. Well, it is. It is icky, right? But they've they progressed to where most of the time now it's it's a woman who's a a professional, and like you you guys were saying, they end up meeting somewhere outside of an environment where they know that. The, the they might suspect, especially the woman might suspect that he's a little bit younger. But then after the fact, they realize, oh, he's a lot younger. And then they have to deal with that. That's a lot of like the Nuna romance thing is having to deal with like the age difference and what society thinks of the age difference and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. modern day um, or they have it's it's still like we knew each other. I was your older sister's friend kind mm-hmm. of thing. But then they're of age at this point and they're negotiating that whole, um, you know, what are people going to think? Because mm-hmm. I used to be like your big sister. That's uh, which is not one we're really going to talk about. But bonus romance, bonus book or what is that? Is yeah. That, yeah. So yeah. when they met, they were high school, middle school type thing. And they were, you know, grew up and much younger. And then they end up later. But they were still a no, no, no romance. So for sure, yeah. for sure. Oh, we're well, not talking. We're not talking about that because I really liked that show. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things that I've also noticed is it's not as big a taboo mm-hmm. now as mm-hmm. it used to be because I'm thinking of like Encounter or Search WWW. Both of them have a much younger man with the leading lady who is a very successful in their profession person. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not even making it about, oh, what will people think of the age difference? It's more of a, well, where are we in our lives? Are we compatible? What's going on there? Right. So it's not, yeah. it's not, oh, what's society going to think? Like even when she announced an encounter that he was her boyfriend, it wasn't so much... Oh, the age difference. It was, well, he works there. Mm-hmm. Right. It's more stat- it was status. Or, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so that was the dynamic rather than, oh, you guys are different ages. That is so wrong. You right. know, so a lot of that has changed drastically in the last 10 years. So mm-hmm. it's true. <laughs> <laughs> See, Alkita, do you have anything else to share? <laughs> I piped in for like a brief second. I, I never watched Biscuit Teacher. Mm. Um, I never, uh, I think it goes back to my dislike of trying to watch anything on the shady sites mm. because all it does is buffer and make me cry. <laughs> so I, I 
really don't have a lot to add on that. The first Nuna romance that I watched was My Lovely Sam Soon. Oh, yeah. And oh, I forgot that I that was a it. Nuna romance. I, so for the evolution of Nuna romances for me, she was not a teacher. She was a woman who wanted to start her own business and... He, you know, I mean, they were on pretty much equal footing. Mm -hmm. I was going to say what that was. was I don't remember that being a Nuna romance. It it? It was, but they focused more on her appearance and her lack of. of Because he was still the successful. Yes. More successful than her. But the the big thing was that she was going to be really old to have babies. (laughs) Yeah, right. so that was the parents' issue. Gotcha. Her, ba- her womb was withering. <laughs> right. At age right. 29. She was well, 29. In Korean age. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got that window. You've mm-hmm. got that window. By the time I was 29, I wish my womb had withered. Because I was <laughs> no kids. Uh, that's uh, about whenever we, yeah. I had a kid at 30, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> they, I had my last at 29. I was all done by then. So, did did, he, did any of you watch um, Delja's Spring? Do you remember that one with the? Nope. Um, I've heard I of it, but I have not meant watched to it because everyone references it all the time. Right. Even now, I have never had the time to where I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch this. Okay, well, it's Kim Jae Wook and it's Eamon Key. So. Oh, uh, it's, it's oh! To go back and take a look. Mm. Maybe I need to watch that now. <laughs> Is that because I think when people were talking about it the last time we went to search it out to find it's it, it's very mahjong. Well, but it's but I'm very saying like mahjong. I don't know if it's available. I think I've actually tried to find it to watch because there was something that somebody was like, "No, you've got to watch it." And it used to be. It. I'm not sure if it was a DF show mm. though. It, it might have was, been Drama Fever. It was Drama Fever, okay. and it was Amazon Prime. Mm. Um, Is it still on Amazon Prime? I don't know. Because mm. I do have Amazon Prime. <laughs> um, we'll search it out later, but yeah. and I mean, it's a long one, isn't it? It's the weekend long mocking. I don't yeah. think so. I oh, think okay. it was no. shorter, but it's very mokjong. Okay. It's very dramatic, I've heard. It was... Mm. I. I liked it, but I remember thinking she was 33 mm. and very similar, like, oh, my God, she's so old. And she um, she basically pays somebody to be her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, is drawn to the person that she paid to be her boyfriend. We need so. that story to come back now. That would be fun. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> So of anyway, course, I'll, if it's a Nuna romance, I'll watch it. So <laughs> it doesn't even have to be like an intricate plot. So unless yes. it's written by the something raining, what is it? Oh, something in the rain oh, or the one that's the currently if airing, it, whatever if it's it is. Written by yeah. that uh, that writer, I'm like out. Yeah, it's on Vicky. It's on Vicky. It's on Vicky. It must have awesome. just like recently in the last month or two, which they've been adding a lot of the drama fever stuff they've been slowly adding so um so to keep us moving along to the next uh (laughs) nuna romance which is i think out of all the ones on the list the one that i was a little most kind of like biscuit teacher so but we'll i'll save that but so what's what's our next our first pick for nuna romances k-muse 
It's high school king of savvy <laughs> with Sam Gook, who was amazing. I have to say, I thoroughly enjoyed this drama. And I know why you had issues with mm-hmm. it. And I'm sure we'll get into it. It's in it, the title. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Um, I think this definitely is the one that goes the closest to having an issue with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they dealt with it very well. Uh, I think you I mean, were mesmerized by uh-huh, Selene Gook's uh-huh. kisses. I, I'm last, so I will though, save too. my opinion. I enjoyed but, uh-huh. the story. <laughs> I thought it was very well done. I thought that the way they made her very odd and quirky helped with the relationship. Rather than if it was some, like, you know, how you have your your female character who's usually in charge and control. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was not that case. <laughs> um. And I really liked it. And Sam Gook has amazing chemistry with anyone. And I like that she put limitations on their relationship as soon as she really discovered his age. And so, I mean, they did address it and went from there. So, so uh, <laughs> this is, it's true. This is the one that I'm, I had to, again, question my, I do that a lot, question my moral compass a little. <laughs> um, because... It it's really close to the line of ick factor for me. I mean, he's literally in high school, and I know that he's like portraying himself as if he's not um, for part of this. But it's it was really just very close to the edge. But then then you have like the playground scene and the push up or the pull up kisses and the time when he has his arm in the cast. Right? Doesn't he have a cast? Sling. Yeah, it's in a sling. Yeah, sling. sling, The sling sling kiss. kiss. I mean, and suddenly, (laughs) all ethics go out Mm. the window, and I'm just watching this romance. And um, so it was a little on the edge for me. But um, and the thing is, they kept it very PG. I mean, they like there wasn't any like steamy, crazy moments or whatever. And yes, they did get married when he was 17. However, I had friends that got married at that age, so I, I guess I'm coming from somewhere where that's not as odd as other people right. might come looking at it. So, And it's not like she was scouting him out at no. middle school or at the high school. Like The way that their relationship kind of began, it wasn't like she was checking out a high schooler, so it made well, me feel a little better. And he wasn't necessarily looking to like hook up with an older lady you know he was definitely they fell in love with each other quirks and all so yeah so um (laughs) this uh is a deep dark secret but i've never seen the whole thing you've never seen it all i skipped through and pretty much anything that had to do with school i fast forward through it and pretended like it didn't exist (laughs) (laughs) And so, so he's just I the could, king of savvy in your brain. I, he's just yes. <laughs> yes. there's no high school. It's so, just king of savvy. So I totally skipped all of that mm-hmm. because my I, I just I I can't I can't turn that part of my brain mm-hmm. off. So if I was going to have any kind of like believability, and this is not one of my favorite ones because that's just a really hard part for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my I don't care who the actor is. And it's really weird because we have another one coming up that had just a slight difference that I was okay with. Mm -hmm. 
but maybe because it was like 10 seconds of school and then the rest <laughs> of it was not. So I don't know. But um, but I actually never watched all of the high school King of Savvy. And um, I pretty much watched the very beginning, a little bit in the middle, and the ending. Mm. So I will understand if you meet me at the door and kick me out of the club. <laughs> never. I won't. Never. Because I love you. <laughs> However. No. It is always. It is always Okay. No, it is always no, okay. I'm joking. Everyone has their own <laughs> triggers. This is one of yours. And I know that I have a few that don't bother me that drive you nuts. So we're all good. Okay. It's okay. Okay. So I will preface my opinion with the writer did come up with some incredibly creative uh, kisses that are very memorable that I liked. And it helped th- that I knew how old uh, Songook was in real life. So with all that said, like, cause I, I enjoyed the drama. I feel like the writer could have done what every K drama writer does and do the stupid two year skip, have him go to college and then they could get married or, or have him go and spend time with his brother and get to know his brother and then have them get married. I just really did not agree with the writer having him get married while he was still in high school and he was still 17 up until that, because again, she didn't know how old he was up until, the, you know, she had already fallen in love with him. And then she set boundaries and I was okay. I was sort of okay. Like I was, I was like, okay, he's the one that deceived her. She didn't really know. And if they had said it of like, okay, well now you go off to the military and do your service and then come back and then we'll get married or you go hang out with your brother or whatever. I don't know. I just felt like I just kept thinking of my own child at 17 getting married and moving in with his wife and then trying to like finish high school and go off to, I don't know. I just, it was hard for me. So other than that, I really do. I liked the drama. I thought it was funny. It was quirky, memorable kisses, but I didn't like the ending. So that's my Fair opinion. enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why so couldn't then- it have been college king of savvy? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's right. College king of savvy. Or at least senior king of savvy. So he is literally graduating. (laughs) Which brings us to one of my favorites, actually, which is interesting because it has a similar premise, but um, is I Hear Your Voice that has uh, Lee Jung-suk and, um, oh my gosh. Uh, Lee Bo-young. Lee Bo-young. Yeah, Lee Bo-young. Buried to Mm Ji-sung. So um, anyway, uh, this one has almost that supernatural twist because he can hear what people are thinking. So there's that piece of it, that fantasy kind of piece that I really like. And um, I just thought it was really sweet. He was, it is true that he's in high school for a piece of this, but you don't, it's sort of taken away from that. So you're not, you're not focused on that. And it's not in the title. So <laughs> and I think that's where the two, two separate. Because he, it, like, for the majority of the show, he is in high school. However, they don't focus on it, you know. Right. He's not shown constantly in class. It's not, you know, there's very differences. Um, and she doesn't really necessarily see him in a sexual light till he's out of high school. <laughs> right, right. So that probably helped a bit, too. You know, they were emotionally together, but they weren't she wasn't mentally together with him. 
And he seemed older in a way because uh, he was like, he had almost like superpowers, you know, because he could hear what people were thinking. And so there was something about him that made me feel like he was more mature than his people his age. That kind It was of almost like he was detached from his age. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he wasn't part of the kids. Yeah. So. I know. I feel like they, the timing of when he leaves and and like gets out of high school and all that kind of stuff and then comes back like they really timed that and then the ramp up of the romance well for me so that it was I was able to almost like okay disassociate and not think of him as a high school or just out of high school type of of character because they did they had him like meet get to know each other and then he disappears something tragic happens and then tragic happens and then I think it was a year. I think she couldn't, like, he was gone for a year and then came back. So, like, that, so it was like, oh, okay, cool. He's out of high school. So, I know it was, like, a (laughs) a quick fix, but it worked for me, at least. It worked for me. (laughs) That that worked for me. Mm -hmm. It was was a lot better. Oh, sorry, Jen. uh, Jen. (laughs) Go ahead. I was just going to say, it was, the whole difference was that, they met, they developed a relationship. She constantly treated him like a kid brother. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until um, the very end, right whenever he disappeared, that either of them, you know, he he was just overly protective more than actually in love. And it wasn't until he was legal that things <laughs> happened. No, he was always in love with her. Mm, she okay. just mm-hmm. didn't realize it. Yeah. Well, but totally it was totally different. He was Always, but <laughs> very invested. Puppy love. It was more no. Fun. That was not puppy love. <laughs> Fine. Fine. It was a very mature love. He like hers was maybe puppy love because she was very immature. <laughs> she was. But <laughs> sorry, have to disagree there. <laughs> Just, I hear you snickering, Jenny. <laughs> Even though I'm not right next to you today, I'm all like, it's Jenny Snicker. <laughs> the only reason you're defending it so adamantly is because of High School King of Savvy. Like, that's why no, I'm not. I am like past High School King of Savvy, and I'm on no, I not. Hear Your Voice. Like, but I was very involved in his romance, like his love for her. Yes, and then yes. No, that he I was... admit that it changed because it was an actual real person and not just putting her on a pedestal mm-hmm. love. But right. he was 100% gone for her from day one. He was. So. But, but the putting her on a pedestal is, is kind of what I'm calling the puppy love. He was in love with the idea of her. I mean, he yeah. loved her. But then we got to know her and was like, oh. (laughs) But it was like an immediate transition into, well, I'll accept her anyway. She has quirks. Yeah. You know, there was no, oh, I'm going, I'm not in love with you. Oh, wait. Yes, I am. You know, it was always there. (laughs) And it's a good one. It's such a good one. I love, I love, love, love. And I love the aquarium kiss since I brought up the high school (laughs) king savvy kisses. I might as well bring up that one. Yes, the aquarium kiss. That one like made my heart flutter. Like Mm -hmm. it wasn't. Like oh. the most amazing kiss ever, but just like I wasn't expecting it per se. Right. And so it definitely made my heart all flutter. And I, I remember re- there was like a really good shower scene where it's like, oh, he looks really mature there. <laughs> they know? weren't together in the shower, just to clarify. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it wasn't that kind of shower. <laughs> he was by himself showering. He was. Uh, well, and again, it does help and or maybe it's what but it's the same thing as like when you're watching Teen Wolf or Vampire Diaries or whatever. They're not 18, 16, 17 year olds. They are older. So it's that's anyway. Sorry, I had to say that because of the shower scene and we're talking about a high schooler, <laughs> but he was like 23 or five or whatever. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On to another one that does not have a high school student. <laughs> okay. And this, yeah, this one happened when he was four. Just <laughs> okay. That's the drama. You just stop right there. Don't mess with my I Need Romance 3. No, I'm saying he fell in love when he, he was like four. Well, he was maybe like 10, but still. <laughs> So in the typical K-drama trope, um, because we all know that in K-drama land, you fall in love before age 12. Correct. With somebody. <laughs> and that's the love of your life. Correct. Yes. Um, and then you have tragic backstory together. Total mm-hmm. tragic backstory. Um, <laughs> but in I Need Romance 3, we have Sung, uh, Sung Joon. And oh my gosh, um, when he was like 10 for something, she was his babysitter, a couple of years older than him, probably. Wasn't she the piano teacher? Um, yes. she, mm-hmm. The piano? No. Why she, she taught was, him piano. She taught him piano. Mm-hmm. Oh, she yeah. did? Yeah. yeah I think well, so. Maybe. Huh. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> she, she babysat him too, but she taught him oh, piano. Yeah. yeah. I just remember the babysitting and that mm. she called him sweet potato. Yes, he was sweet and potato. Then he had a a major major. He left town, left the country, and majorly grew up, like majorly <laughs> grew up, yeah. majorly, and yeah. um, became very of age, age appropriate. And, <laughs> and they met again, but she she can't look at him and not see sweet potato, mm. and. Um, I'm all flustered now because Amber's <laughs> messing with me. <laughs> so I can't even get my synopsis out. So basically, they meet. She is this high-powered businesswoman that is in a relationship and makes no bones about how I am woman, hear me roar, and confident in her sexuality and all of that. And he is a um, DJ artist. I believe so. He's one of those famous DJs that say, does collaborations famous, and creates yeah. techno music. And so he's that kind of DJ. He's a where... genius DJ. Yeah, he's yes. a genius <laughs> DJ. And it has... everyone wants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it has like all my favorite tropes because it's a Nuna romance. Mm-hmm. You have forced cohabitation. Yes. So they end up having to live together because her mom has made it so that he will be staying with her in her house. Mm-hmm. And just, um, it has a, a great cis mans in it. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome side characters. This, this is like high on my list. Frenemies. There were, there was some oh, frenemy yeah. stuff going on there, but I mean, they did, there was some cis man stuff too on the other side, but there was the coworker, the one lady, the short red hair that always plays those side characters that are pretty. I can't remember her name, and, but I love yeah. her. Um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. this I Need Romance 3 definitely is my top. 
is at the top because we're still watching some, but it's at the top for me because of Sweet Potato. And that's like the only thing that Sung Joon has done that I've ever liked. See, it's the last thing that he did that I liked. And it's the, like, I fell so hard for him in um, Shut Up Flower Boy Band. And then I've been so disappointed almost every single drama since, except for I Need Romance 3. He just picks bad roles. It's not even bad dramas but like yeah he just they're bad they're either bad or they're <sighs> mediocre and forgettable yeah. well he's like, uh, it he it's also him like i don't think he's as versatile as he he could be no. and so some of the the roles that he plays it's like oh like the high society one he just did yeah. not play that with nuance at all <laughs> Well, and he didn't have a ton of chemistry with the girl, and the mm-hmm. writing was a little off. I mean, there were a lot of reasons, but yeah, he, yeah. it was not a good role. Yeah. So, but in this one, he was sweet and hot. He was a sweet potato. <laughs> he was. He, he was a sweet potato. <laughs> he was. I think my favorite thing about this one is he was very confident, like was. very yeah. confident in himself. And his feelings, mm-hmm. and he was going to win her over. Yeah, and I like that. It was very sexy, and so there was some there there sexy time scenes. Um, I can't. I vaguely remember like she was in a leopard print outfit thingy. I don't know. I just remember it was really good scene. Like that they did a really good job and they had amazing chemistry. So they had off the charts chemistry. Mm-hmm. Hey, drama Jen, are you there too? Jen, out we. L- yes. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I looked at the thing and I wasn't quite sure you were on there. <laughs> I'm here. Okay. Uh, yeah, go. I was. I was agreeing with everything you were saying about um, this particular drama, this particular Nuna romance. I loved. I fell for Sweet Potato, and uh, never looked back. <laughs> and that's all I have to say. Okay. So the next one on the list is probably the first Nuna romance I ever saw as far as a K-drama Nuna romance. And um, it kind of set me up for some disappointments later on because I, oh no, it's it wasn't my first because the next one we're going to talk about was my first one, which also kind of set me up for like, hot steamy moments and then some of the other Nuna romances haven't been as uh as come through as 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 well as this one did but which is romance with Park So Joon and um oh, what is her name uh I should have had that up anyway so the and it's within the first little bit of the of the show where she has the most hilarious realization of how old he is because they're like <laughs> they their shirts are coming off and best chest and things are flying, like, things are flying and, and all this getting into it <laughs> and then she sees his id and she's like oh no that's not <laughs> happening <laughs> he wasn't anywhere near high school or anything he was definitely yeah, he was a good 10 years younger he was it, he was, it was 10 years younger age. it was a significant age difference but he was an adult he was but and they were i mean they were they were it's things were going down and then she just stopped like, it. he it was, was in process <laughs> he was involved <laughs> and this is a remake of a taiwanese uh drama that had um 
Wuji actor Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. 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 He was in the original one of it, but and I know I've I've seen clips and they have I've equal amounts both. of chemistry. Yeah, I've actually watched <clears throat> both and I really enjoyed both versions. Mm-hmm. So it was good. I think this was a more condensed version because Taiwanese dramas tend to be a little bit longer and have throw in a bunch of. Uh, it had more side characters yeah. like family and stuff. This one didn't have all that. Um, but it, they were actually pretty similar. I don't think there was like any huge major differences. No. Um, so all of the basic plot points were hit the same. Yeah. There was maybe some discussions with side characters that was slightly different, but it wasn't like, oh, this did this this way or that one did that that way. There wasn't a lot of that in here. Yeah. So with these with the I really liked the progression of their relationship. I liked that the, the mutual like eventually she was able to kind of see him in a different light and not be so worried about I mean, but she was a professional. She was successful and she had her image to to think about of like oh my gosh, they're going to like see me dating this much younger man and you know, so that was a lot of her struggle. But um, the his best friend and their bromance was one of the things I absolutely loved. And one of the scenes I remember great. the biggest was, was like him nudity. dropping him <laughs> dropping his robe right in front and of wiggling. <laughs> that sealed my love for that actor. The um, the one he was oh. in another witch at witches courtroom or whatever or something yeah. like that. And yeah. then also and was, uh, the tunnel best friend. In yeah, cruel city yeah yeah so So. yeah that was that sealed my love for him he was hilarious in that they were really they had a really good relationship the bromance they had a really good relationship but the 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 otp the couple they had amazing chemistry and it also sealed my love for park so june and really made him up really high on my list (laughs) so and they had the best kiss is like in my top 10 kisses for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beer kiss. The beer kiss, yeah. Where yeah. she's like licking the foam <laughs> off and, they, and then... Well, that's what led to shirts flying. Yes, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and up again. I've noticed something. I was think I was noticing this after when we were doing research for the Parkman Young uh, OTP battle. His character almost always pushes the women up against the wall and then puts his arm over the side. <laughs> He, cause he's, he, that's, he did that even in that one. It was the library, yeah. like it was against yeah. the, the books case. I it's mean, his go-to move. It is. His, the director <laughs> must just be like, okay, go with what goes, feels good. And he's like, bam, pushes him against the wall. <laughs> he has good arms too. He, yes, yes, he does. Yeah. So, and I, I liked that this added the extra dynamic where he had no interest in being overly successful. He is kind mm-hmm. of like. You know, he's kind of lost in his life. And we learn there's reasons why later on. Um, But he was kind of, you know, like the version of a candy girl where he has a bunch of different part-time jobs. Mm -hmm. He was kind of a do-it-all kind of fixer guy who would get called to, you know, do whatever. Um, And and she had a lot of problems with it, that he had no direction. He had no, no... reason for progressing for becoming better and that upset her a lot so i like that there was kind of a different dynamic than just oh you're a lot younger than me it was like you're younger and our lives are very different on where i want to be in the future and so it was interesting it was good 
and this is the one that for me, it was my very first time seeing Park Sojun. And I remember it being just, I remember thinking, wow, first of all, he has an incredible voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I ended up searching like, like even like uh, commercials that he had done and things like that, just so I could listen to his voice. And oh, then Jen. I just sort of, I know. <laughs> well, at that point, though, he hadn't been in a ton of stuff. That exactly. was one of his first like breakout role type thing, at least in dramas. Yes. And I think there was like a soju commercial he was in or something. And so I watched that because um, there, there just weren't things that he was in. And then he just kind of went on my list. So I kept waiting for him to show up in something. And um, what was it? Maybe it was she was pretty right after that. I can't remember what it was, but there was something. Mm-hmm. It was maybe no, with there a, was mm-hmm. there was one or two between that and she is pretty. I don't remember what he did, but I'm pretty sure there was another one before between those two. Yeah, I think so, too. Although I didn't like his character in that one, but (laughs) not as much as, yeah. Yeah. All I remember is I I did the same thing that Jen did. I was like, who is this guy and where did he come from and how do I get one? (laughs) Was he in Kill Me, Heal Me next? I'm looking him up, but I think that was next. Yeah. But I loved Witch's Romance. It Mm. was everything that you guys said. Mm-hmm. Oh, we watched him in I Summon You Gold. Remember? Um, I'm talking to Jen. K-Drama Jen because we <laughs> detest that show. He was the youngest brother that was married to the young sister. Oh. Remember that? And that was the one with the twins and we hated it because they ended up ditching the nice twin and gave the bad twin the husband back. Oh, gosh. I'm I'm looking at dates because I, w- I was sure I was waiting for him and something and I couldn't. Re- so it was either she was pretty or kill me, heal me. But those were they came out. One came out in 2015. When did when was kill me, heal me? Because 2015 is kill me, heal me. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, and, and she was, was pretty was the same year. Mm, so they mm, did bam bam. But yeah. before that, he was I summon you gold and one warm word, which I both watched and I both disliked. So he was, but he was very good. I just left like the Ooh. stories because they were stupid writers who I hate. <laughs> he so. was also Dream High too. And I remember I after I remember after watching Witch's Romance, I was like, "What else has he been in?" And then I looked. I'm like, "I don't remember him at all from that drama." Which, I, to be honest, I, like I watched the first couple episodes, and then I was like, "I'm not watching this at all." <laughs> <laughs> well, he might have shown up later. Well, no, he was he was in Dream High too. He was one of the main singer people. Like, I mean, he wasn't like the. There was some other idol. There wasn't an, an mm-hmm. actual idol, but he was one of the idols group, to, like old group members or something like that. But uh, so he was in, and he had a side romance. I can't remember who it was with, but he was in a lot of the drama. And the, you can look up clips of him performing, <laughs> but it was not very good. So. Thankfully, he got better. Well, I mean, I'm not saying his performance was bad. Yeah, I'm just saying the drama I'm, I'm itself glad he got was. Roles, yeah, so. yeah. No, he's. I don't know if it was Witch's Romance that did it or not, but or with you know, it's probably well, just a buildup of I it. I summon but. you, Golden. One warm word were big weekend dramas, mm-hmm. and he was part of like an ensemble family cast. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he had some big roles where he was definitely noticed. But I think that was his first lead role where it was just him. Yeah. 
All right. So what's the next one on our list? <laughs> I'm scared now because I obviously do not have issues with these high school boys. <laughs> and I know people <laughs> be like, high school. Right, so Flower Boy Ramen Shop. I adored this show. And I was totally okay with them hooking up. But... <laughs> Sorry, the motorcycle, I don't even, yeah, the motorcycle, helmet, kiss, whatever, yeah. So, Chachi Su Mm -hmm. is an entitled rich boy who is a horror, not a whore, (laughs) horror. (laughs) Horror, (laughs) not whore. He might be the other girl, too. (laughs) But anyway, so he's very loose and happy with his affections (laughs) with women, and, and then he forgets them. Because he's rich and entitled. Um, And she is a poor girl who gets a PE teacher job, kind of like a side job. Um, And he ends up being one of her students. But they have situations where they meet before that. And he, like, kisses her in a bathroom, which is awkward. (laughs) This is such a messed up drama. Just saying it out loud. But I loved every minute of it. It was so funny. I watched it raw, and then I watched it with subs. I loved this show. It was my first complete drama that I watched. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the person that got me into K-dramas just put a shirtless picture of Pillar. <laughs> oh, Kimu, that's right. And I was like, what is this? So, yeah, I, that was the first one. I went. But I was I shipped her with pillar for most of it although Chachitsu did get me by the end but he was such a spoiled entitled rich kid that I just did not I hated him <laughs> for a long time he really was He, re- but he entertained me I would not say oh yes he deserves all the love but he was very entertaining with his like he was so intelligent he had no life skills whatsoever mm-hmm. and so it was fun watching him you know kind of figure out the whole oh crap this is love you know that whole thing Mm -hmm. why am i obsessing about her and her her uh volleyball uniform you know (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty entertaining well anyway i mean it was definitely like that period of time too comedy it was very physical comedy like it's not one of those where it's like oh i love them they're gonna be together forever oh what a great relationship you know Mm -hmm. it was not that kind of show but it was a fun fluffy very shallow entertainment rom-com so and i I really did like i liked pillar the most out of it as Mm -hmm. well just like uh, drama geek and um this was the one where they sent him off to the military Mm -hmm. his his, he had to go off to the military uh because he or, refused or, to give her up, so his dad sent him right, off. Right, so his dad sent him off or he would lose his citizenship or something like that, wasn't it? Like, right, and when um, she was yeah. a teacher's assistant tra- trying to get her teacher's license or something, like, so she was working in the school, too, and he was in high school. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, that, it was, it was yeah. one of those. <laughs> and she lost her job for, like, beating him up or something. It was something <laughs> like that. She got fired. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fast. That was before they started the ramen shop and then all moved in together in little like area. And then you had Pillar and all of them. One big happy oh, family with oh, them. And the best scene was where she comes out and all of the Ajimas from around town are buying stuff from her. And then 
it looks like she's totally a loose woman living with all these men. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that and the plunger scene. That is still, yes. is it plunger worthy? There's a lot of people like that, meaning it's it's funny and ridiculous. And yeah, her yes. running through town with her plunger and <laughs> well, and there <laughs> were some funny moments too, like where he's licking kimchi sauce well, off of yes. her face. Mm-hmm. That was hot. Yeah, but. He was high schooler. <laughs> so, no. I don't care. <laughs> it's entertainment. Yes. No. So if it was real life, I'd be like, get your lips away from that older woman. <laughs> but. <laughs> so in keeping with now that you guys know, this is another one that I have <laughs> never seen a single part of. Because I couldn't get past the fact that she worked at the school and he was a student. So I said, pass. And I passed. Mm -hmm. That's okay. That is okay. Oh, and Drama Geeks already commented a bit. Do you have anything else to add? Nope. Nope. All right. Next drama. (laughs) All right. So this is a more recent one. It was uh, the beginning of this last year. Um, boyfriend or encounter, depending on where you were watching it and what the translation was, uh, which had Park Bogum, which was, I thought he did a great job in this. Um, and what I liked about it is he was, we sort of alluded to this, but he was a younger man, but that's not really what they focused on. Um, he met this woman while he was in Cuba And they sort of had this like whirlwind kind of romance, I guess. It wasn't, I mean, they they hung out together. Yeah, it wasn't. It was more like they just connected. Well, and they, but they, tell they had a connection. But they did, they certainly did things that were date like. Oh, yeah. No, it was. I think, personally, I think that it was a romance. Yes, I agree. There was a connection, there was something more. Um, if I were to go somewhere and do that with somebody who wasn't my husband, there would be problems. Like, that's how I think, I don't know. But Mm -hmm. they basically met in Cuba. Um, and then he ended up getting a job at her giant, uh, hotel. And, uh, obviously there were problems with that because when they reconnected, um, the issue was not with the fact that she was that much older. Um, it was really that they were just in different places in their lives and different socioeconomic status. Mm-hmm. But and she was uh, his boss. Yeah. And she, she was, was his boss. Yeah. But <laughs> I loved it because he was so sweet and so kind and caring. And I think that, and, and at the same time, he, it felt like he wasn't just bumbling through life. He did feel like he had, a a really clear vision of what he wanted. And he sort of, even though he was younger, he had this sense of control or not control, but more like, um, purpose or Mm -hmm. something. And so there didn't, it didn't feel like she was just like the domination, dominating factor in the relationship. I didn't feel like he was a lot younger in that sense, just that they were in different places in their lives. And I feel like this is the direction that Nuna romances these days are going. Mm-hmm. Cause I have the same vibe from uh search WWW. Right. Um, but yeah, I loved, I loved it. I really, I loved all of, I love the cinematography. I loved their, just their relationship and their interactions. It's a good one. Oh, this one. Mm-hmm. I have to say that this has to be one of the most perfect Nuna romances. Um, Bogam 
comes across as an old soul. Mm-hmm. So he's he's educated. He's he's got all these ideas, but he's grounded. He's not he's not a flighty person, and he does things with purpose. And I think that's one of the things that she finds so attractive about him is even though he's young, it's also that that moment where you realize that he's young, but he makes her feel young. Mm-hmm. And like she's had a second chance because she has had a, a very bad history. And he's he's really her reward. I mean, finding someone who is so open and trustworthy and solid and he's a little bit younger, so she can train him up right. I mean, it, it's a win-win. I agree. I feel like um, it's one of those, like what you were saying earlier at the beginning of like the numbers above their heads kind of disappear. And she needed somebody to kind of help chip away at all the the what she'd built up around her. And he was such a warmth and a thoughtful, um, deep person. And he brought this um, kind of ray of sunshine into her life and really helped her break out of her ex-in-laws were still very controlling of her. And so he helped give her the courage that she needed. And so in some time, sometimes their interactions, um, he almost felt like the older person because he kind of counseled her or directed her and helped her see that she could have courage to, to stand up to the people that were controlling her in her life. So yes, he was younger and starting out his career and everything, but I think that they kind of met each other at a time in their life that both of them um, were able to really connect and, and give each other a bigger sense of who they were. What about I you, really, Kim? <laughs> sorry. I really like that he wasn't scared to say, no, you're out of line. This is not okay. Mm-hmm. You need to back off. You know, when she would try to, like, make life easier for him or do things. And he's like, no, you can't do that. You need to let it go. You know, this is not where you need to be helping me out. I'm a man. I can do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And she had to learn to respect that about him because she's used to being in charge. Right. And I like that he was not afraid to stand up for himself, you know. It was never a, well, we're not equals to him. They were always equal. Mm-hmm. And so I really like that. Yes. And I think the Cuba and all of that, um, in the cinematography and there was a extra sense of the artistic style that they did. It just really made their normal romance feel almost fairy tale, but so grounded. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so the next one is another current one that we're watching uh, search WWW, which all four of us are loving. Mm-hmm. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea because there are other people that aren't enjoying that it's so focused on just the females. I think that's a lot of their issue with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the romance is also a big part of it. And it's another guy where he's very confident. He's very comfortable with the, where he is. And he wants a relationship with her. Um 
but it's definitely a joint term kind of relationship. It's not, well, she's the older person, he's the younger person. They're just in a relationship, you know, and she has some issues about where he is in his, his life, but, you know, they discuss it maturely, mm-hmm. I think. It's very mature. Yeah, for sure. I think this is, well, first of all, I, we're all really, the four of us are all really enjoying this, uh, partly because of the strong uh, female leads in it. But for me also, it's it's the um, Jung Young is the, a very similar character, I think, in some ways, at least in vibe, to what Park Bogum brought to Encounter and what Lee Jung-suk brought to uh, Romance is a Bonus book. And it's this new kind of male, a younger uh, character who has a really clear idea of where they are. They're really supportive. They are all about understanding their Nuna. Um, and they just, I don't know, they kind of what Sialkita was saying, they, they have this old soul vibe to them. Um, I think every single one of them, it's almost like this is the new Nuna romance kind of feel. And I, for one, am really liking it. And he's I, hot, by the way. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, he's so hot and he's so capable. So like <laughs> even killer combination right there. Like I, mean, I, I mean, I'm just gonna leave it right there because I can hear Jenny laughing in the background. And so I'm just gonna dig myself out there of that hole. There are many things on. that you could be talking about, and I'm just laughing because I'm a little like schoolgirl or something. I, but I know you. I know you. So anyway, <laughs> sorry. But I I love the fact that he's got his own company mm. and he's worked hard for it. And I love that he is not someone who, just because he likes her, he's not going to sacrifice his own dreams. And yeah. um, I mean, he's, he's pursuing his own vision and he's with her, but he's got a, he's got a line between the two and I'm okay with that. Well, and I loved how they had him, they showed him being like, hey, I don't need this kind of job if you're giving it to me because, and you don't know my work. Right. You know, it's like I'm not a nepotism type of guy. And then he goes and gets his job back from the other lady saying, hey, I'm the best person for this job. You need to lay off of your issues mm-hmm. and hire me back. You know, it was really an awesome scene. And confidence is sexy. Mm-hmm. Confidence is extremely sexy. And he has confidence. Yeah. Exactly. Like the new um, younger guy always has confidence. He and it's not the entitlement that the the younger guys used to have. You it's know, not, right. it's not cocky. Like, right. it, yes, it's confident, but it's a quiet confidence. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the difference. I'm that's what I'm really liking about this new younger male lead kind of feel is that they manage to really sh- feel like they are confident and in control of the situation, but without being overbearing in any way. I like it. Yeah. Now I, one thing that he was so good at in come and hug me was that the stare and that longing look and that like drinking his co-star in. And he's brought that to this role and you can just like, there is an imbalance and I think that it'll eventually even out. <clears throat> but right now he he's definitely the one that fell that first night 
and really appreciated just her personality when they were talking and everything. But, you know, whatever that meant to him and his character is still a little bit like mysterious. We don't we kind of know a little bit about him, but I think he's been he doesn't get as much screen time, which I'm totally fine with. But I think that uh, he his staring at her, he does it in such a good way. But it's just this like he's paying attention to her. He's listening to her. And he doesn't try to always tell her what to do. And there isn't this like, oh, I hate, you know, like that, the being mean to her or anything. There's just this mutual, he respects her. He's looking out for her and he's totally gaga for her. Like he, but he expects himself. So he's not like just doing whatever she wants and letting her tell him what to do. But you can tell that he, he really does appreciate I her a lot. I almost have a feeling <laughs> that they have some where he knew her way back when or something. It could and be. I'm kind of hoping that's not the like, truth because I'm sorry. I, I think meeting while playing a video <laughs> game and then, you know, but talking all night. The way he talks about how that's the only way to get her n- to notice, you know, there's a few like dialogue mm. choices that make me think, I bet he wasn't noticed at some point. Right. So maybe earlier in his career, maybe that he, he met her and no, she just doesn't I don't remember. Know, possibly. Possibly. I she hope didn't it's even not remember high the guy school she or dated. she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was high school. And <laughs> oh, wait. No, no college. Were, she dated him. They were both kidnapped and kidnapped. <laughs> but I love the fact that <laughs> she literally could not remember that she dated that guy. It was college like, for a month. I mean, come on. That's I I, would I at think least he put too much. Remember it. You know. Maybe. Uh, I think it's all going to be tied in with gaming. I think that he probably has watched her play before. Possibly. And he <clears throat> and and that's what caught his attention. Um, he did say he, he have, wouldn't pay attention to me unless I beat you. Isn't right. that he said? Yeah. And then he practiced really hard. <laughs> So I'm so wondering like, if five if years ago. <laughs> yeah. I bet, that would be I funny. Bet it is. She beat him right. five years ago. Anyway. Oh, moving on. Yes. We have a few that we like that we just want to give a quick honorable mention. So if you're looking for a new romance to watch, um, these are some good older ones. Uh, one I wanted to do is Woman Who Still Wants to Marry. It's one of the first Nuna romances that I really enjoyed. Like I had watched a few before that. It's like an older one, like 2000, I want to say like nine or 10 Mm. somewhere. It's quite earlier. I think, I think it's nine or 10. Well, yeah, it was right after boys. I was going to say boys over flowers Flowers. is 2009. So it's probably 2010 maybe, or right. Really close to that. What's his name? Um, Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Kim bum. That's it. Yeah. And he plays a much younger boy, like early 20s to a mid 30 year old woman. Mm -hmm. And he actually dyes his hair gray in order to like, say, (laughs) you know what? It's just an age. I love you. And Mm -hmm. there's some really sweet parts. And there's a lot of cis mance in that. And it was a good one. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. So I want to just throw that out as a recommendation. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Seal Kita, did you have a recommendation? Uh, well, the next one that we had was 20 again. Yeah. And uh, that one, it deserve, definitely deserves an honorable mention. Um, 
basically it's about a woman who gets a second chance to go back to school. And when she goes back to school, she realizes that she knows her professor and he is someone that she knew from back when she was in school. She was a year or two older than him. It's not a big age gap at all. Um, but she still is a Nuna. Is she now? Now that I'm thinking, I put it on there. Now I'm thinking, is it just that she's in college? He's younger. He's definitely younger, right? I don't he, think it, he was in college, but I think he was maybe a year or two younger in okay. college. Yeah, they were all in college together. Okay, but then she. Um, oh wait, no, it was in high school. Yeah, it was they weren't even in college. No, they it was yeah. high school, and then she ditched him to go off with the guy. That she ended up married, and they right. went well and okay. got pregnant. Okay, right. so maybe it was just uh, a reconnecting drama, and not a new new, new romance. Yeah. Now I'm trying to. <laughs> but I, I do have one that I want to mention, and that's Angry Mom because that. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. yes. About um, that's like problematic. problematic. <laughs> right? We've got well, the and there wasn't technically a romance. Like they, they, there was no hooking up or any. There kisses. Okay. There was just what he just wanted it to, to okay. like happen. And, oh, but he but wanted it even after out she was the mom. He was like, <laughs> "I'm cool with that." Yes, <laughs> that's some commitment too. So him. it's an unrequited it in is. a romance. Yes, yes. Because oh. Jisoo was all in on that one. <laughs> so was. was I. Oh, I love Jisoo. Oh, I love him so much. <laughs> So as, okay. as much as we love this genre, there are still a couple duds. So we had to try to steer you away from the ones that we all hated. So you have one listed that I actually didn't hate um, because I, I hate like, something in the rain. I didn't. I didn't hate I it. it. I didn't I like hated it. it. I didn't like the ending, but I didn't hate it. Well, so. by the ending, I hated the last eight episodes. Everything but, after episode 10 sucked. Agreed. Because it brought in the mom and then it focused so much on the mom. And then there was a lot of whining and wailing and gnashing of teeth and stupid decisions. And it made me angry. <laughs> yeah. I still didn't hate it. I loved the I loved them as a couple, though. So I can't say that I didn't that I hated it. So I didn't like do. how it. Well, I hated that it had so much potential to have me just squealing the whole way through, and then it just kind of fizzled. Yeah, they no, had, no, and I think that's where it comes. Like, it's not the worst show ever made, but my enjoyment of it just drops so right. fast. That I think it's very it didn't memorable that I. I really dislike the feeling it made gave me. I think it didn't live up to its potential for you, and that's why you have such negative feelings. Oh, yeah. No, I agree that that's like a good 70% of my feelings for that. <laughs> I bet somebody who's just picking it up, especially if they hear how vehement you are, they would be like, wait, this isn't so bad. I mean, yeah, I didn't because really... Because they haven't got past episode 10, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just me. A lot of yeah. people feel this way. It is not just me. And you suffer through the horrible music for their kid relationship. <laughs> so it, it's so it's so weird, such weird placement. It was just like a see what you do is you do what I did and you watch one through ten and then you drop the rest of it and then you just pretend like the rest of it didn't happen because they I had wish. like really good chemistry and I really liked their their cup them as a couple. But well, and it's. I, 
All right, so they have a new drama out. It's the same actor, the and same, the same dra- writer director, and director, same writer, and it's the same mother from. Oh, is it something in the yeah. right? It oh is the same gosh. mother. No, <laughs> no, negative. Not watching. Uh, and there's differences. Uh, it's not the exact same story, but there are so many similarities. <laughs> it has a very similar vibe, and so and while I I have heard that it. I've been kind of like following the storyline because I'm all like, okay, you know, how's this going to go? And there's some some people that are anxious, just like, oh, my gosh, just go for it. Go for it. Go for it. You know, and so I don't think I'm going to watch it, but but there's a lot of similarities. I think that's just a writer who has a very specific vibe. And so and really likes that mother character. Yeah. <laughs> But it's okay, K Drama Jen. I'm glad you enjoyed it and you don't have the same anger in your heart that we do. <laughs> <laughs> now, the one that Seal Kita wrote down, Young Pao. Oh, yeah. yeah, that I one. I forgotten this until she wrote it down and I'm all like, oh, hell Were yeah. Were they new? Yeah. I, oh, no, uh, she was older. Okay. Oh, yeah, she was older and, and, and it was horrible. That had to be one of the most horrible dramas. She was a vicious queen crocodile, and she was going to destroy everything, even her love. Maybe because of his age, I didn't really think of it as a nooner romance, because he's just, like, he's old enough to where I didn't really think of it. she's not emotionally there, because she was in a coma for 10 years. I see. (laughs) Well, she should have stayed in the coma, because she was a horrible character. I never found any... I wanted him to be with, um... Oh, what's... Uh, the actress is Stephanie Lee. Mm. I wanted him to be with her so bad. I'm like, just just dump coma girl. Go with this <laughs> one. <laughs> dump coma girl. <laughs> well, That's and funny. there was like so much possibilities for this drama and it so just much. tanked. It tanked. This, this was Juwan, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I also had high hopes for this one. And for some reason, I have more anger in my heart about this one than something <laughs> in the rain. But, Anyway, it was uh, a so, train wreck of a. Oh, and that writer, she's also the one that did uh, K2. the K two. Yeah, yeah, I just don't really like that brand of writing. And she's what? What is she doing next? There's some. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't like <laughs> right. that writer. I avoid that writer. Yeah. So avoid. there's a couple that we that some of us would recommend that you steer clear of. But if you do try them and you don't hate them as much, please leave us comments mm-hmm. because we do always love to hear what you have to say. And on that note, thanks for joining us for this episode. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. We read every blog comment and Facebook comment. There are also great places to leave suggestions for future topics. We love to hear from our readers and our listeners. We'd also love if you could leave a rating and a review for us on iTunes. Your reviews help other drama fans like yourself find our podcast. We want everyone to join our party. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. Typing.